It's the Buko Boys. Whoa, whoa, hello. <laughs> it's me, your co-host Dale. Dale Gregory and Derek Lloyd in the house. Here we are, folks, for another day. Ready what for episode that? 38? I'm ready, man. I'm ready to rock and roll. So how's your day been? Uh, my day is going much better than your day. Yeah, my day sucks. My day really, really sucks. <laughs> I'm trying to smile through it. Yeah, you got a little fender bender. Yeah, I got to an accident this morning pulling out of the neighborhood. So that was fun dealing with all that shit this morning. Had to... I think you're being sarcastic about that. Yeah, I am. It wasn't fun at all. It was <laughs> not fun. It really sucked today. Yeah, those are never fun. They're always a pain. Yeah, because now you got to deal with insurance, the rental car, getting your car fixed. No bueno, as I say. No it bueno. sucks. No bueno. Well, I know uh, over the week you did a little house residential investigating of the paranormal. I sure did. And so, how was that? Actually, this one was like two, like less than a mile away from my house. Yeah, I noticed that. I wanted to jump in on that one. It was actually right. It was real close to the up house. If you guys follow me on Snapchat, I've, I ride my bike around that house quite often. I take snaps of that house because it's it's designed just like the house from the Disney movie Up. But um. But anyways, this this house was right next to that, and I they they were having some negative feelings. Their daughter was saying things that she's seen that they've never heard her say or talk about before. So it kind of startled them, and then this, their other kids started talking about it also. So we went in there, uh, just a few of us from the from our Wisps team, and uh, it was myself, Mike, and another investigator named Angela, who this was my first time meeting her. And I didn't, I personally didn't, didn't feel anything in that house. I felt zero activity at all. Um, just based off the stories they, they were telling, it almost seemed like that influenced the other investigators' thoughts. Okay. They kept saying that they were feeling negativity and all this. And I, I just, I didn't feel anything. I wasn't seeing anything. I was getting nothing. The only thing I did feel in that house was in the kids, one of the kids' rooms closets. And I felt like it almost, it didn't feel like energy of a spirit there. It felt like almost like a stamp of energy. It felt like energy had left a stamp there. I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. Okay. Well, the other two investigators I was with kept going on and on about this negative spirit they kept feeling and saying that they all of a sudden started saying it was a male it was in his 50s, this, that, and the other, and that we need it gone. And I'm just like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't feel or see anything. Right. I snapped pictures of everything in this house. And out of everything, there was I, I sent all those pictures to our friend Brandy, who's part of the team, who can see in spirits and pictures and videos. And she said what I said. She's like, there's nothing in that house. She's like, there's nothing in those pictures. Even the picture I took of the other two investigators while they were sitting there saying they were communicating with this negative spirit, uh -huh. took a picture of that. There was nothing in there. Um, and the only thing that she did see in all those pictures was in that closet where I felt like there was like a stamp of energy. Okay. There was actually, she said there was a crossed over spirit of a little girl, a type one, which is, you know, nothing bad, nothing negative. It, and it's actually a spirit who had already crossed over so it was like uh you know already it it wasn't like a ghost ghost okay it wasn't haunting the house it was just it was there for whatever reason but it wasn't haunting the house there was nothing negative in the house i didn't feel any or see anything neither did brandy when i showed her the pictures i'm not taken away from what the other two investigators said they felt but based off of my feeling and what i seen there was nothing so we you know we we still cleansed the house and did a sage and all that, but we uh, found out that the owners of the house, they had a little one that had passed away when he was 13 months old. Aww. Come to find out how he passed away was another subject from one of our older episodes was about anti-vaxxing. Okay, yeah, I remember. They actually, so this was their firstborn son, and they took him for his vaccinations, and okay. his vaccinations ended up killing him. Yeah, unfortunately, that does that does happen. And I also found yeah. out after, like, when the whole anti-vax thing came out, I talked to another friend of mine who said that he's had family members die from vaccinations as well. Uh huh. So, in those situations, I can definitely see how a family can get deterred from wanting to vaccinate their children after something like that happens. 
Yeah, because it's, it's probably you. You can't tell if it's gonna be it just that one individual that gets affected, or that or set of shots, or if, that set of shots, or if it's like something in the family gene, right? Know? Yeah, like something you wouldn't know that right gets passed on through generations. That the only way you would find out you would have that is by getting a vaccination and then killing you. Like that's pretty sad. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think people know, get really sick. I do know yeah. that vaccinations work, and it does eliminate a lot of the sicknesses and diseases that have gone on through the sure. world over the over years. And you would think that because that's been eliminated, I guess from our country, anyways, for the most part, it doesn't help when you travel outside of the country and you can contract these diseases outside of the country. Okay. Yeah. I, all right. I um, see that. So I can understand how a family would not want to vaccinate their children living in this country, knowing that, okay, we're not going, we're not leaving the country. I'm not going to take you guys anywhere. We're going to be exposed to these things. But at the same time, you do, I guess you would risk being around other people who travel outside the country who could have picked up on these diseases. Right. Even though they've had the vaccinations, they're probably not sick, but it might be on them. Okay. And then them being out in the public and interacting with other people. You know, and if you didn't have your kids vaccinated and interacted with this person that's carrying this, you could actually end up getting it still. So it's it is a gamble. It is such a gamble. But I can definitely yeah. see now, based off of these, why you would be deterred from wanting to vaccinate your kids after having something like that happen. Sure. Okay. I can kind of see it now. So I can, I can see that aspect. On our one episode we did when we did talk about um, anti-vaxxers, I I've since then have been open to this situation uh-huh. um, about things like this can happen. And so I do understand now that I would see why people wouldn't want to vaccinate their kids having something that bad happen to them. Yeah. Yeah. So I can understand I can that. that. And I would be on board with a family that made that decision because it's not like they were just jumped at it and said, no, we're not going to vaccinate our kids because of things we've heard. Hearsay. Right? They went and actually just like normal everyday people getting their kids vaccinated and then something that bad happening. I can oh, totally see so that. Unfortunate. So yeah, I really feel for that family. And um, I did set up, I'm trying to set up something with Tennille to, uh, for the mother of the family to uh-huh. do, uh, we we're going to do a, a energy cleansing on her. Oh, okay. And then Tennille cool. was going to do a, a reading on her and see if, oh, uh, nice. if her, if her son comes through. Oh, that'd be I'm, nice. I'm sure, I'm sure he's, he's there with her constantly, you know? Oh, that would be, that would be nice for them. And then, Get a little uh, bit of closure, hopefully. Right, be right. Because nice. I bet you that's just got to hurt being a parent, doing what's right for your kid, and then having that something that I know, bad happen. Yeah. So I really feel for him. But um, on that same episode, we did talk about that. We talked about squatches, remember? Yes, we did. So guess what we're going to talk about again? Uh, Loch Ness. Yes. <laughs> so I just got a little squatch story from our cousin Tyrell. Okay, all right. So he gave us a, a little squatch story of his that he experienced, I want to say, last summer. And he was out... Oh, was it, it was last summer? Okay. Yeah, I believe okay. it was last summer. He was out fishing by Schofield Reservoir. And he started following this creek. And he was fishing this creek, following... He was down. solo, you said, right? Right, he was by himself. Okay. And... He got to the certain section of the creek. It was pretty thick, and across the creek, he said there was this bush, like the really big, brushy, tree bush-looking thing. And as he approached it, he said this thing just started shaking real hard and making noise. And he was pretty scared. He he didn't know what in that what's in that area that could be doing that. I'm guessing there could be bears or moose, maybe, or or some type of antelope or deer or something. But okay. He said it was pretty loud and scary that he didn't want to come close to it. He actually just went back the other way where he came from and was pretty spooked by it. I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I would. Um, In that situation, you're by yourself. You don't have. I don't know if he had a gun on him. So imagine not being armed and coming in. Because, I mean, even if it was a bear, you're SOL. If you you go investigate, you are SOL. You're right about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I definitely, if I'm solo out walking a trail, I'm, I'm definitely packing, that's for sure. Um, I think I would try to take a video of it. I I would yeah. take a video of it just so I could have that, so we can examine it later. And there could be sound, you know, sound with that video as well. So that sounds it was making, uh-huh. um, you can get a general idea of the size of the bush in the video. So it was a cool well, you experience, know, a lot I'm of- sure, but... Because I listen to some, I listen to some paranormal podcasts as well, and one or two of them do talk about squatchy, and 
people say like you that's the, the last thing you think of is pulling out your phone and recording like you're just so in shock or in fear that you either just are frozen or you want to run and and so i can kind of it's sometimes it's easy to say like i'll pull up my because i i want to say i pull out my phone and start recording but maybe I wouldn't. Maybe, maybe I'd be in like, the heat Ooh. of the moment. It'd yeah, be too, yeah. That's too much to, to try to grasp what yeah, to do in this situation. Because you're, you're trying to grasp like, what is that? What's making that noise? What's so big? And then you just try to start rationalizing it. Is it a bear? Is it a moose? Is it is it Bigfoot? Is it what? And you're, and I think so many things are happening all at once. Like, should I stick around? Should I take off? Should I run? Should I turn my back? Should I walk backwards? You know, it's like. Is it creeping up behind me now? You know, I guess so many True things that. probably flash through your mind all at the same time. You don't know what to do. Just collapse. <laughs> Just play, play dead. dead. <laughs> Until someone finds you. <laughs> so, yeah, that is that is kind of weird. That is that is a weird story. Yeah, I think from oh, Are distance, there reports from out there? I don't in know. The area? I've never looked it up. Well, I, that just hit me. Oh, man. Well, that, I'm going to take a Because there is a lot of wooded areas. So, like, that area, Schofield... It's pretty close to Strawberry. Okay, Strawberry. Um, and in that whole area is pretty forested and, and woodsy. There are some flat areas where there's pretty desert bush slash okay. trees, but not a lot of trees. So I can see a lot of hiding areas out there in in the forested parts. And especially that part near that creek, that would be pretty, you know, where animals would go obviously get water and drink uh -huh. but that's also like a food source so i don't know I'm just, I'm just trying to do like a quick look i'm not seeing anything from that area just but then just tyrell quick. sent me a video that he that he really liked that i just showed you and this video showed this guy in a camper and he's spooked because there's this big creature outside his camper that's kind of like in the the tree line right at the tree line and he's flashing a spotlight on there, and all you see are these glowing eyes. And the glowing eyes, when he shines his light at it, it keeps like turning its head or moving so the light so the light isn't blinding him. But it's also not spooking this creature. Um, the only thing that's really significant about it is that he's making a lot of noise to scare off whatever this is. It's not getting scared. The only thing it's doing is as he shines it, it turns its head. And what else is significant about it is that it has two front-facing eyes. And the thing looks pretty tall from where it, it is kind of hard to gauge the size of this thing because it is all dark. It's all black, and all you see is when the spotlight hits the tree lines, you see glowing eyes. Um, the glowing eyes are front-facing, just like a human or an ape's. It's not on the sides like you would see normal wooded creatures like antelope, deer, elk, anything to that nature. The, the eyes are kind of like off to the sides, not front facing like ours are. Well, I mean, it's hard to talk about this because the viewers or listeners aren't watching this video too, to give their two cents. I just disagree to say that the eyes are front facing. I can't tell. Front I mean, this facing. could easily be a human sitting there. Could easily be. could be a human. Here's what I'm thinking too: whether it's a Bigfoot or a human, if you're gonna get your get shined on by a flashlight, most of the time you're gonna cover up. Put well, your I mean, hands an up. An animal would and... take off, especially if you're yelling at it. If you're going, hey, what are you doing? Hey. And you're shining lights at it, an animal's going to take off as soon as you start yelling and making noise. And the dog, oh, that was another thing. His, he had these bull mastiff dogs. And that thing was so big and scary that the dogs weren't going out. He was trying to send his dogs out to. to well, go. he doesn't know it was big and scary. He's seeing it. I mean,. Video doesn't take the best quality if when you're watching something with your eyes, especially right. at night. I'm sitting there like I can't take pictures of the moon half the time. Sure, yeah. Um, and I'm seeing it just high definition with my eyeballs, my bare ass eyes. <laughs> so yeah. So with this guy seeing it with his eyes, and his dogs are there seeing it with their eyes. His dogs are too scared to go after this thing. He's too scared to go out there. So he's making noise and shining this light at it, and it's not moving. It just turns its head. It's kind of weird, but it, I mean, he could have totally set this thing up and just had his buddy sitting out there just for yeah. just for likes on this video. So it could just be a one of the, someone else camping out there trying to take a shit in the woods, and he's over there disrupting their turd. Yeah, and they're just like, "Stop!" <laughs> Turn in their head when he's stop. I mean, 
I didn't really like this evidence. I didn't think it was good evidence at I don't all, in my opinion. I think it was that great um, of evidence. And then, like, again, I, talking about it, and our, our listeners aren't watching it. It's kind of hard to have this discussion. I can but... post the video and see yeah, what people can. think. Yeah, you can. See what people, yeah, post and see what people think. I, I don't think there's anything there. I mean, there's something there. I don't. It's, there is something there, but it's just hard to say, did this guy set it up? Is this yeah. a human? Because that's really hard to tell you because it's so dark. All you're seeing are the glowing eyes. You're not seeing a body standing. You're not seeing the outline of a body. You're just seeing glowing eyes, and the eyes kind of shift side to side when it turns its head. Yeah, but you could tell me it's a raccoon. I'd be like, yeah, okay, it's a raccoon. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) but a raccoon would have, the dogs would have gone after a raccoon easily. The smell of a raccoon and the size of a raccoon, the dogs would be all over that. They They would want to chase a raccoon. A bull mastiff, how big those things are, they would want a raccoon. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, maybe I'll post that video. See if see if what you guys think about it. If you guys think it's bunk, or if you guys actually think there's some validity to it, let us know. Yeah. So I also got to watch a pretty badass movie this weekend. You was it badass? It was so badass. <laughs> okay. John Wick Three just came out this weekend. I went and saw it on uh, what day is that? Sunday. Yeah, uh-huh. I went and saw it Sunday, and I would recommend watching the second one again right before you watch the third one, because this thing takes off right where the second one left off, and it I hadn't seen the se- second one since it came out in theaters, so it took me a minute to kind of reap what was going on. I had to be okay. like, okay, why the hell does he have this dog again? Because he has this... You know, right. The whole thing happened because of a, these Russian mob son killing his puppy. <laughs> yeah. And in the second one, he ends up acquiring this pit bull somehow. I can't remember. I can't even remember how he got this pit bull. Oh, is that what happens? Is the dog again? Well, in the second he, one, he's. I can't even remember why he has a pit bull. But in the third one, it starts off with him and this pit bull, and he's he's like making sure this pit bull is safe. But it takes. It starts right where that second one ended, and it's just going on with him getting um, chased. And trying to get killed, and him killing everybody <laughs> in the meantime, but he's just taking punishment throughout this movie, just one thing after another, and he's just all about trying to survive to make it through the day to clear his name. It's it was pretty intense, but action packed. You don't get sick of the action, like you know how you could easily get sick of a fighting scene. Yes, this yeah. was pretty dope. Okay, even some of the fighting scenes were pretty. You know how Daredevil did that one scene that was famous because it was one continuous take of a fight scene that was pretty badass? Okay. There was some fight scenes on here that were one take that went on for a while that were all fast moving and pretty badass action fighting scenes. So, yeah, John Wick 3, thumbs up, total badass movie. Now, did you like the first and second one? I did. You know what? John Wick 3 ended up beating Avengers Endgame out of the weekend box off openers. So which John Wick would you think is the best? They all are equally badass. Okay. The first one, of course, because it sets the story. Uh huh. So it sets it up. But the second one, action packed, really good. Third one, action packed, really good. There isn't a bad one. There isn't a best one. I'd say they're all equally good. Just the first one sets the storyline up to keep it going. So, of course, the first one has to be the best. Okay. You said there wasn't a best one, but the first one is the best one. I would say so just because it sets the storyline. Okay. It sets it all up for your adventures of three three nonstop adventures. Is there going to be a fourth like, one? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. I, I, I watched the first one, and I didn't really care for it. Like, I, I liked, I did like the action. I liked the story. Like, oh, you killed my puppy. I'm going to kill you. I love that because I love puppies. Um, well, it wasn't just that, though. There was more to that puppy. It was that his wife... That he fell in love with, that he got out of this right. whole killing game. Yeah. He got out of being a killer and everything, which was impossible to do. But he did the impossible and got out of it. And so he married his love. And she ends up getting cancer and passing away. But she gives him this puppy. And he gets the puppy right after she passes away. Like she ordered it and it got there after she's dead. Right. And it was like the last thing she gave to him. So it meant a lot to him. Right. So when these guys broke in this house and killed this puppy... Oh, it was on. Right. Like I said, I, I get it. Yeah, it was <laughs> I totally on. get it. Even if that wasn't the storyline of why he got the puppy. If he just bought it because he loves it. And I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I'm down with that. Um, and the action was good. I just I just didn't really care for the whole storyline. 
for me it was just okay and number two looked like it would be just like number one and i just just didn't care to see it i would say give it another chance We'll see. We'll see. I would I got, say give it another. I got chance. a couple hours to kill, maybe. <laughs> you, sh- you totally should. It's worth it. So, so I'll think about it. Okay. So moving on with entertainment, let's talk about a new series that Marvel is playing around with with their Disney Plus programming. So the Disney Plus programming, they've already approved that they're going to do a Wanda Vision, which is going to be Scarlet Witch and Vision. Yep. Which I don't know how that's going to play out because he's dead and they didn't bring him back. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's going to be like a prequel or if it's just And you remember yeah, when they know. brought everybody back when Hulk did? Why didn't he bring back Quicksilver, her brother? I know he because... didn't like, he didn't evaporate in the dust or anything, but he didn't he die a dead. special way, the way like when he was talking about um trying to bring back Black Widow. Cuz I think when they snapped the finger it was more of Bringing let's reverse. Back. Let's reverse what had been done. But he's smart Hulk now. He should know better how to do things he well he said he couldn't bring back natasha because she had you know but he, maybe he didn't even try to bring back he said he tried quicksilver <laughs> oh quicksilver yeah no he probably didn't no. no he didn't i think they just forgot about him altogether in the, in the universe they're just like mm, let's just not even mess around with this guy well, i don't think yeah i don't know but um but so they're gonna do the wandavision they're gonna do the loki they're gonna do this loki series and they're gonna do a Falcon, Captain, uh, Winter the Falcon Soldier. and Winter Soldier. Yeah. So, that, so those, those three are the ones that are confirmed. I wonder if they're gonna like cross them over, like do crossovers in their series, in their own separate series, do like specials where they come together. Just like one, like one episode. Yeah. Well, you know how like DC sudden, does it on their programs on the CW yeah. with the Flash and the Arrow. They kind of combine them sometimes. Right. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do that with the with these. A series. guest appearance is what you're saying. Guest appearances. Yeah. So they're so the one that's in the works that they're throwing around is the Hulk and She Hulk. I'm down with that. Yeah, that'd be good. I guess Mark Ruffalo will will, will continue to play Hulk. I, I, and I, as I was reading this article, I guess he's he's tossed around the idea of of not coming back, but they just CGI him, I guess. <laughs> but. Uh, so do you know much about the storyline of the She-Hulk? Um, she needed like a blood transfusion or something, if it's I remember correctly. Cousin. It's yeah, his first it's cousin. cousin. And, and that's why there was like a match in their blood. Right. And so she ends up becoming She-Hulk because of his blood. And she ends up getting exposed to more gamma rays and all that. So she ends up becoming the She-Hulk. Okay. And then come to find out later, um, I guess She-Hulk ends up having like relations with Thor and a couple oh, other superheroes. Yeah, I think I remember hearing something like but that. But I can't. But before that happened with the whole Thor thing, in the older comics, the only one, the only D she could handle was Hulk's D. Yes. And so there was like first cousin incest in the comics. Yeah, and then their kids are like offspring, all wacky. So they're they, cannibals. They were like the and... the hills have eyes Hulk yeah, edition. Yeah, they like eat people. Yeah, they're all cannibal looking weirdos living yes. out under like. <laughs> And then even the Hulk was like ruling all these weirdos, and he had like the old Hulk had like a bald head and long hair and big old necklaces, looked like a badass though. <laughs> but he's ruling all these incested children of his. Pretty weird. I don't know what they were thinking in that comic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I never read it, but I did hear about it. But um, but yeah, that so that sounds. I'd be way interested. I'm excited when Disney yeah, Plus comes out. Disney Plus coming out. You said November. November. So November is when it comes out. Seven dollars a month. I'm or buying the full year. year. I'm buying the full year for seventy bucks. Yeah. Because I don't want to mess around. Yeah, with as I was kind of reading it. So I guess in April Disney did have like some type of conference, and they kind of were giving a lot of information. Um, and so I guess where they want to go is be since they're acquiring Fox and Hulu, they're gonna add on to this Disney Plus all episodes of um, The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do a series, some Star Wars series, since they own that as well. Maybe some Pixar as well, since they own Pixar. See, I'm wondering why they would move The Simpsons over from Hulu over to the Disney Plus. I don't, because... I didn't, no one said that they're moving them. They're just oh. adding it to Disney Plus. Well, yeah. Well, they're, I'm, what I'm saying moving is because all The Simpsons are already on Hulu. It might stay there. No one said they're moving it. 
They're just yeah. gonna have all the Simpsons. Okay, on so the Simpsons Plus. will be on Disney Plus and Hulu. I don't know. No one. No one said though that they're moving it. Okay, like, I got gotcha. <laughs> well, you. You said they're moving. I said no one said they're moving it. Well, I'm saying they're moving it because <laughs> if it's already on Hulu and you said they're gonna add it to Disney Plus, that means Disney's moving it from Hulu to Disney Plus. It doesn't mean that. Or they're gonna it's have a, it on it's both on, networks. It's on FX as well, so. True that. So well, Disney owns all of it. They monopolize our entertainment. Yeah, oh yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay like with that. it too. So I guess what what they do want to do though is they want to make Hulu more adult oriented and Disney Plus more kid oriented. So Hulu already has some of their own shows that they do. Right. And they're gonna keep that on there. Plus, if they want to go a route, for example, with Deadpool, that would not be on Disney Plus, that'd be more towards Hulu. Hmm. Because they have the adult themed cartoons, the animations that Disney Plus is that we've talked about before. It's coming to Disney Plus and it's adult themed animation. Like. Remember we talked about the offenders? Yeah, that's that wasn't discussed in that conference last last month. They talked about these three for sure. And this one star was called the Mandal Mandal Mandolian. Mandolian. Uh, Mandolian. I don't know. So those are the ones that are confirmed. These other ones are, are we're just rumors. Those other ones were confirmed long before. Hmm. They they probably didn't talk about it because this thing was talking about new stuff. And those offenders that was talked about months and months ago. That was already uh, an approved thing months ago. Hmm. So I think this was just more lines talking about newer things, new projects. But who knows? They're not even started yet, so we'll see when it happens. But they did finish filming. I did read they did finish filming that Star Wars one. We just mentioned that Mandolian. I'll see if I still have it. That sounds that word sounds familiar from a Star Wars term. Mandalorian. <laughs> it does sound Star Warsian. It does. It <laughs> sounds like it came from a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I'll see if it's if it pulls up. Let's see. And they'll, 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 they'll start uh, streaming some of the shows like Avengers will be probably being streamed in December on there. Um, Captain Marvel will also be streamed on there. I can't wait till they start doing like a pre-subscription sign up. I'm going to buy the year just because you get two free months when you buy a year. Right, yeah. So I think that pans out just fine. 70 yeah, bucks isn't too bad. That's like a one month subscription to Satellite. Yeah, no kidding. I cut the cable. I'm not going back. Oh, yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh, and while we're talking about the Hulk and his incestual love with his cousin, let's talk about <laughs> how the Game of Thrones ended. With incest? With inc- no, it didn't end with incest. <laughs> but, so, but with incestuous lovers so in each if, other's arms. So if you guys haven't watched the way Game of Thrones ended yet, I suggest get out from under the rock you're living under and go watch it because everybody's <laughs> spoiled it already. So us spoiling it right now, it's not going to change anything. <laughs> it, it is all over the place now. We've, we've been respectful the last couple of times we talked about it. We saved it to the end. and This you time you should have just watched it by yeah, now. Everyone's or I'm about sure it. it's already ruined for you. So, <laughs> And if you don't watch it, you don't care. So <laughs> but anyways, the way it ends, Jon Snow kills Danny. He gets exiled back to the wall. Um, Tyrion... His punishment is to become Bran, who became king, the new hand of Bran. And you said that in a very confusing way. Tyrion became hand of the king. Yeah. And the king is Bran. Well, well, because that was his punishment. Tyrion. That was Tyrion's punishment. Right. For for uh, what did he do to the queen? He let Jaime go. Jaime was a prisoner. Jaime Lannister. No, that's not why he became hand. Wait, wait, wait you're asking why he became why he no, became I'm hand of the No, I'm saying he committed Bran? treason. This okay. he committed treason. By letting Jamie Lannister go right. because uh, the unsullied trap captured him on his way yeah, to Cersei. That's their prisoner, right? Tyrion lets him go so yeah. he can go save Cersei. And so that's his treason. Um, everyone knows his treasonous act. And for his punishment, after he decides, you know what? Why don't we choose a king instead of, since there isn't anybody, let's, let's all choose one. So he introduces democracy. When, what was funny is at first... Samuel introduces democracy by votes amongst the people, and he gets laughed at. He doesn't have the silver tongue as Tyrion, that's no, for sure. No, but then silver, uh, silver, silver tongue, silver tongue comes in, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, he starts talking about democracy. But instead of having the people vote, he's like, "Why don't we vote?" And then everyone's like, "Yeah," but then it then it just turned into him saying. 
calling Bran broken, and then Sansa going, "He does his dick doesn't work." Jacob's <laughs> <laughs> also broken. <laughs> that's not the only thing that's broken on him. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, the way it all ended, and the way they they exiled Jon Snow to the Wall for his for his doing of killing Danny. I mean, no one's really there to babysit that he's going to be at the wall. Because right. ain't nobody want to go up there in the first place. No one's going to go check on him. But the way it all ended like that, I wasn't happy that there was so many open storylines left. And I'm okay Because with that. Sansa's storyline pretty much is closed. She's just going to be a boring queen the rest of her life. I mean, everyone's happy. She's just going to pop out some kids and have some heirs to the throne. But... Other than that, her storyline's closed. Isn't the whole North boring? You're right. The whole, the whole North, the whole North is just North boring, boring and cold. So, so her storyline's closed. Bran's the king, and he's going to make the most wisest choices when it comes to things because being a three, three-eyed raven, he can look into the past, he can see what's, what actually happened in every situation, and then he can make his choice on that. So I think making him the king is the wisest choice when it comes to sensibility. So that storyline's closed. Tyrion's going to be the hand of the king, and also for his punishment, his name won't be going down in the history books. Well, his punishment is basically to be hand to fix all the wrongs that him and his family have done. Yep, and he's the last one to pay all the Lannister debts. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, because the beginning of the episode showed him kind of walking through the city, going down to the catacombs where he told his brother to escape. And obviously you saw in the episode where him he grabs Cersei and they run down there to escape, but they're caved in. Um, their, their exit's blocked and then the rest of it gets kind of caved in and he finds them, his brother and his sister. And he's just overwhelmed with emotion because obviously he loved his brother. Right. Didn't care for his sister so much, but still his sister nonetheless. And to, you know, he finds them crushed and he, he's crushed. He realized he's the last Lannister. Did you see how fast he got in there though? Where? Into the into the crypt where he found Jamie and Cersei. How fast he got in there? Yeah, he, he got in there pretty quick. Okay. Jamie was just like, uh, we're doomed. <laughs> we're going to die here. Oh, well, because well, it shows there's a small opening and only yeah, he could fit through there. <laughs> I know, but Jamie didn't even try is what I'm saying. He just kind of um, looked around and said, all right, we're screwed. He's like, I got one hand. I can't move these rocks. Yeah, and then just they were just standing in the. And a lot of people were like, oh my god. So you're saying if he just walked over, like took a step to the side, they wouldn't have been crushed. You don't know where things are going to be crashing around. You don't know where yeah. things are going to be falling. Yeah. So they were just hugging it out at the end because they everything was coming coming down on them. So unfortunately, that's true. But and people wanted Cersei to have this big death, but not everyone dies big deaths. I'm yeah. cool with the way everything played out. I'm just not okay with them leaving those storylines open-ended. Where okay. Arya is going to go travel west of Westeros and see what's out there. I would like to see an Adventures of Arya. But the producers just said they're not going to take that route. They're not going to do that. And I'd like to see what Jon does north of the Wall now. Because you know damn well he's not going to stay at his station. He's going to abandon that. And which he did at the end of the show. Him and Tormund start going north. So I'd like to see, because the Wildlings never really did much adventuring because they were so scared of the White Walkers. Now that the White Walkers are no longer, what's going to happen? Like, there's just so much to explore and so much to see. And Drogon takes Danny off east, probably to Essos or Valeria, where the Targaryen line started. But you don't know for a fact. And Bran ends saying... I'll see if I can find where he went. And, okay, well, what are you going to do when you find out? What's going to happen? So I'm hoping they come back. I know they're going to do the prequel. They're going to start with the Night King prequel. But well, I Children am... of the Forest. I wouldn't necessarily say it's Night King prequel. It's definitely Children of the Forest yeah, prequel. Children of the, Children of the Forest inventing the Night King. It's, that's what the whole prequel is going to be about this first one that's coming out. I don't know what the other ones are going to be yet. I know that they had five storylines. Three got approved. One's in the making now, and the other two are, are waiting to be made. I don't know what the other two ones are yet. Yeah, I haven't heard either. But I am hoping for some closure when it comes to Jon Snow's and Arya's and Drogon's. Those are the three storylines. I want to see what comes about because there's just so much. 
that, like the whole buildup of Jon Snow being a Targaryen. For what? Nothing came about that besides him riding the dragon one time or two times. Well, he, that was cool. I thought that was, was pretty cool. cool. It um, was cool. Otherwise, but, he wouldn't have been able to ride the dragon. But it just seemed like there was just so much buildup of him being a Targaryen. In this I whole... didn't feel like there was a buildup to it. Oh, yes, there was. Um, the buildup maybe was so that he, you know, he could maybe be the king instead of her. Well, there was this whole uh, prophecy. This whole prophecy of, and this whole buildup of him and his character following him along all these years and all his triumphs just to have him be exiled in the north. What was, it, what was his prophecy? Of uh, the fire and ice. And I can't remember what exactly the prophecy was, but it was pretty much of him being born of fire and ice and going to be ruler of everything. That was the prophecy. And... That's what the storyline seemed to have been building up towards. And then it all to just end so openly like that. I was just pissed. Not because everyone was pissed about this whole season. I wasn't pissed Not about me. the season. I loved the season. I was even and, and another thing about the Night King, because people were like, Oh my god, he died so fast. What the hell? I was cool with that. But I didn't like that they had all this build up with these symbols, all the symbolism of what the Night King was leaving behind. And then that just kind of just ended with, what was that for? Why did you show us this? What was the point of these symbols and you showing us what these symbols are if you don't even do anything with it? Yeah. So I'm hoping in this prequel, they touch on it and they talk about what these symbols were, especially the children of the forest having all those symbols everywhere. What those meant, what it meant with the Night King leaving those symbols. Um, but yeah, it was just like, there was just so much things that they talked about in this show building up and they just left it, just left it. They just had these certain plots and certain things built up towards certain things and they just left it alone. They never got back to it. And then it's like, why did you take that time to build that up for us or show us that and then go nowhere with it? That's what I'm pissed about about this That's series. That's because you get too pissed easily these days. You get too triggered too easily. I'm triggered. You I'm get so triggered, triggered about this about open, everything. open-ended storylines. <laughs> you need to calm your titties over there. I, I like the story. I like the way it ended. I've been just going along with the ride the whole time. I never had expectations of anything. Um, would I have liked certain things that have happened? Sure. But if it didn't go my way, I didn't. Fr- I would have loved to see Ed um, Ned Stark. I didn't expect him to die in the first few episodes. The first but, episode, but you know it happens. So I just I, I, that kind of set the pace for me. I did not have high expectations of my favorite characters. Um, I like the way it ended. I don't need that closure because it's kind of like I can make up my own. You know, I can make up my own in my head of what what happens. I don't expect the writers of Game of Thrones to give me everyone's whole life. And, you know, people have, like, you just talked about you would like to see what happened to this person, this person. Well, that's you, though. You know, other people don't really maybe care what happens to this person. Maybe they want to know more about Sansa. From what Who I knows? heard, everybody wants to know what happens to Arya. Well, yeah, everybody. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very intriguing story to say, hey, what's, where is she going to go? Where, right. What's going to happen? And so I'm not upset about the way the whole thing played out. I'm happy with the whole thing, the way it played out, the way it ended. I'm cool with that. I am just upset with the open-ended storyline with Jon Snow going north, walking off, leaving the post, of course, but going to go explore the north. There's so you, you much said, to his storyline. You said that he abandoned be, it. There was, they never had to stay only in the wall. They could always go out anytime they wanted. They, they were never trapped there. He just going okay, off with the wild saying, I got Yeah, saying. he was never, he, they were never trapped in there. They always ventured out. Most of the time to go kill wildlings. Well, they talk about you can't abandon your post. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't abandon the post of being the Night's Watch. Not you can't leave the wall ever again. So there's no. like three guys being the Night's Watch now. That's kind of... There's a, yeah, there's a, there's a few. Well, the thing is, they, were, they never knew they were White Walkers. They always assumed. And it was the, the wall wasn't only built just to prevent the White Walkers. Also, like the wildlings and, and any other threats that might come from the north. Just the White Walkers were the biggest threat to ever have happened. It was always just to protect the whole. Well, it was. It was meant. It was. Will. It was built to keep the White Walkers out originally, but then it, over time, people forgot about the stories of the White Walkers and thought it was just more of a myth, and thought it was just there to keep the wildlings out because the wildlings and them were fighting. So it just kept the wildlings out, and the White Walkers were more of a myth to them at this point because it had been thousands of years. 
So the stories and stories that just got passed on, it just turned more into just a, a folk tale. So when they did experience the White Walkers, it was more of like, we have to convince everyone that this is a real threat. That's why they had to bring one to mm-hmm. uh, Westeros. But um, but I just, I just want to know, like, with Jon Snow being a Targaryen and all, is he ever going to come across more dragons? Is dragons going to be maybe a thing that's in where the Drogon future? went? Where they maybe Valyria? There's a is, bunch is more Drogon dragons. Is Drogon going to look for John because Drogon's like, hey, I'm just a lonely dragon needing a, a, someone to ride me. I need, the only one that can ride me is John, I guess. <laughs> so I want to know if John comes across other dragons, what he finds going north, what Arya finds going west. I would like, like I said, I'm cool with the way the whole story ended with Bran. You being sure about King. that? Yeah, I'm cool with it the way it, it ended. I'm just not cool with those open storylines. Even if they would have just gave two sentences of Jon Snow ended up dying two weeks after <laughs> this. Or Arya drowned at sea. That'd be cool. <laughs> okay, there's nothing left to talk about. But being that they were set to go on these adventures, they're about to explore new things, I just hope that they come back to that. Even I'm sure they'll call it a, a different name because Game of Thrones, there's no more throne and no more games to be played. It's all about these different adventures now. So I could see it being the end of Game of Thrones, but not the end of the story altogether. I would like to see more. Because I know, you there's, can I know there's a, ton, head there's the a ton of prequel stuff. There's yeah. a ton of that. And I know that's where these storylines are going to be headed, is all prequel stuff. But I'm hoping after they do all this prequel stuff, that they eventually go... Okay, now let's move into the future. Here's Arya ten years later. They might, yeah. And you know, maybe so that's now they why show, they left it open. So now they show an adult Arya doing adult Arya stuff. Arya stuff. <laughs> maybe that's what they're doing. I just, hope so. I really, really. That's hope why so. they left it open. Maybe. But I just wish they would just come out and say it already instead of just hurting my feelings. Well, they, the way they, don't they, have, are. they don't have it in the works yet. Maybe uh, they want to. They haven't worked. They just need to either, say it to me. Just tell me, you guys. Down. Come on, just tell Sorry. me. <laughs> calm down over there. I'm going to freak out. Triggered. Dale's triggered again. <laughs> He's triggered again. I like the way it ended. Um, for me, it was weird that, that Bran becomes the king, but also I get it because he's emotionless compared to what we've had in the past. So obviously you know of the Mad King and he went crazy, so they had to kill him. Uh, killed by the de- command of Robert Baratheon. He became king, but he was kind of like a very passive king. He didn't really get involved. He just wanted to eat, drink, sleep with women, go I want to see that storyline, actually. I want to see the Mad King storyline, him coming into power. Yeah. Because was he even mad? Or maybe there was a method to his madness that made sense, but we never got to find out why. His side, right. Yeah. All so, it was was Jamie kills him because Jamie didn't like what he was about to do. And and so so yeah so you see Baratheon you see he's very passive and then you see uh, Joffrey and he's he's crazy and and then you see it's Tommen the incest. it's the incest in him yeah but then you see Tommen he's very passive as well and then now Cersei a suicidal but very suicidal yeah <laughs> then you got Cersei she's crazy and then all of a sudden Daenerys, Daenerys she seems like she'll be good then she turns crazy so now it's like okay we've had too much of crazy or not involved acting on emotions yeah so now that's what the show is teaching everyone a lesson you don't act on your emotions well i hope you take that advice over there i'm then, not buddy. acting on shit <laughs> if i'm gonna act on i'm gonna freak out i'm gonna throw things you already have i heard your conversation so what are you talking um, about <laughs> so now you have someone that's has no emotion and so maybe that's kind of what they need uh, i like sansa's ending to the show where you know the whole series starts off with her wanting to be engaged to Joffrey, wanting to be queen one day, wanting to be a princess. And now she's like, no, I am going to be a queen. I'm independent, so I'm a queen of the north. So she kind of got what she wanted. Um, Arya, she, she's teased about going past Westeros. She's, she's mentioned that in the episodes. Hey, what's... she? I mean, she asked that actress who she was supposed to kill. She asked that actress, what's, what's beyond? She's like, I don't know. She's like, I don't know either. I want to go find out. So now she's going to do it. Now she's got the means. She's going to go do it. Um, John, he was a nobody. He was just—he was just a bastard, a nobody. He goes to the wall, becomes somebody. He becomes somebody. He becomes the—I the, don't remember what they call the the High Lord. What I can't remember what they call him of the Night's Watch. Oh yeah, High Commander. Remember, but, oh, yeah, High Commander. There, perfect. And he becomes somebody. And then his whole story turns around where he goes to the wall. Well, he gets like killed. you said, he gets you're not killed, supposed to. He gets brought back. You're not supposed to leave. 
um, the the wall once you're there, and he ends up circling back around. Now he's with Danny. You know, his, his whole world turned around, and he doesn't want that type of power to rule kingdoms. So he doesn't. He's never wanted it. It makes it actually kind of makes sense that he doesn't be, then become king, and he goes back to the wall where he was somebody. So I kind of I kind of like that. Um, Rickard Stark, he's still dead. So yeah, I like his story. He didn't serpentine run, <laughs> uh, so that's kind of his bad. <laughs> so yeah, so for me, I kind of I kind of liked the way everyone kind of ended in the show, but then it leaves it open for other stories because maybe, like I said, John John Snow, he's his life circled around. He went to the wall, but it circled around. He didn't stay there. His life adventure took him somewhere else. It might happen again. Who knows? That's what I want to see. Maybe 10 years down the line, maybe he's become ruler of the wildlings up north or something and has a dragon. Yeah. I'm hoping so. This is because, like I said, I was totally fine with the, every, with the way everything ended. What I would have loved is when, when he was um, with the wildlings heading out of the wall. Because I think they're just going to find them a new home. They don't belong in the wall. So they're just going to find them a new place to settle. But you see like a little branch coming through. Like a little weed or something coming through, so you see, like there's life. Maybe yeah, winters that not part so extreme. Actually, bothered me a little bit. I'm sure Only, it did. Yeah, you I'm know sure why? It did. You want to know why? Let's hear why. Because the whole buildup was winter is coming, right? Yes. How? Why did winter end so fast? I thought winter was supposed to be this long, like ten year run of winter. Like well, I heard the whole thing about winter coming was so thing like such a big deal because of how how long winter lasts, right? And because of them being north, it was such a big deal for them to uh, to make sure they had all their preserves and stuff, their reserves ready to eat, all their food rationed out because of how long winter is and how harsh it is. Well, this winter seemed to only last like, what, a month? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe they because were expecting... up north at the wall, it's even farther north, which means more snow. And yet... All of a sudden, spring's happening. Really shows you the impact of global warming, doesn't it? Right, Westeros. <laughs> they should settle down with all that dragon fire. So, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, at King's Landing, it started snowing. In King's Landing, it did start snowing. You see Drogon covered in snow. Right, right. But um, the winter was supposed to have lasted a very long time, and it didn't. It, yeah, it, it could have been the death of, of the Night King. Maybe affected that. Oh, you know, good call. Brought... I never thought about that. Maybe the Night King is what caused winter. Yeah, he's just kind of getting things, you know, he's getting to build this is, up. And... This isn't Earth. <laughs> no, it's not. Their climate's probably it's Middle different. Earth. They probably have different <laughs> oxygen levels than us. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they're they're heading out. And what I, w- I just would have loved, and I'm okay it didn't happen. I'm not triggered. So, But I thought it would have been cool as while they were, while, while John was riding his horse with the wildlings pass heading into the forest, that you just see a shadow of a dragon fly over them. That would have been dope. And I was just like, that would have been cool to say, you know what, maybe maybe Drogon just be kind of around. And Bran saying, I'm going to go find Drogon. You know, he's going to warg and go try to find him. I like the idea because maybe he just wants to keep an eye on him, obviously, because he can cause a lot of damage. But maybe he needs he might need to control him. He might need to warg into Drogon sometime in the future. And in case he does, he just wants to know where he's at so he can abuse his power Drogon, a little bit. <laughs> Drogon needs to eat. Eats yeah. a lot. Eats a lot. So... So yeah, I, I, I liked it. I, I'm maybe one. I'm one of the few that did like it. I'm also one of the few that liked the Sopranos ending too. So I didn't. I liked that too. Like I said, I like the show. I'm fine with how it ended. I just hope that they come back and show more in the future. I just yeah. don't like them leaving it the way they left it. Of course, I would too. I mean, I wish I didn't. I wish it didn't end. I would have loved another few more seasons. But well, I think, know, they're like done. They said they had to end it because there's no more throne. So I can see them ending this story, but continuing more with yeah. other with other titles. I'm hoping so. Anyways, let's see what happens after this prequel, and we can come back and listen to this and see. Say, see what I said? They're doing it. I hope so. I hope that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, so, come on, guys. Don't get Dill triggered over here. Yeah, don't do it. I swear to God. So, anyways, you shared this uh, sad story. Speaking of a dog, which <sighs> yes. reminds me of of Ghost. Because John oh. did reunite with Ghost. Everyone was happy that he, so that, that he petted that, him. That's what everyone was happy more or less about. They're like, okay, but, the whole season finally paid off with him petting Ghost. He petted finally. Ghost instead of nodding off to him. Okay, <laughs> so tell us about this crazy dog story. Well, um, so 
what I do is I like to say current with current events. What I do is I, you know, I'll, I'll kind of read, I'll go through like uh, local local news websites and kind of look at the news. And I usually just kind of read headlines. I don't read like every article unless it interests me, but I just kind of read headlines. And what I what I what I've been seeing, and it's just driving me nuts that I've been seeing more more of in the titles. And I know the news focuses more on the negativity, and that's why also, and that's another reason why I don't read all the articles because I don't I really kind of avoid negativity. But when I do read the headlines, what I see is a lot of abuse, especially to kids and animals. And it's really bothering me. Like, I really want, like, five minutes in a room with some of these people. You know what I mean? Um, like, I, like I, again, I, I saw, like, another article. Someone left their kid in the car and the kid died. Or they're sexually abusing a two-year-old. And it just it boils my blood. Like, I really want five minutes in a room with these people. Uh, anyway, this one is just on the stupid side that really bothered me too. So this Virginia woman passes away, and in her will, she wants her Shih Tzu cremated with her. And the dog is healthy. The dog is perfectly fine. So when this lady dies, um, the dog goes to a shelter just temporarily, just goes to a shelter um, just to make sure they're being fixed. You know, I, I, I'm assuming this woman lived alone. So just to just to put the you know take I mentioned the dogs taken care of being fed watered or bathed or whatever it's in a shelter and the executor of the will is going to the uh, shelter to say hey okay I need the I need the dog and the shelter's like please don't do this this is a perfectly fine dog like we can find a home for it and the dog can live a f- many years probably and in Virginia pets are looked at as property so basically the shelter has to give the dog to the executor of the will because they're probably owner at the time as executor i'm guessing i don't know and they have it euthanized and then cremated and buried what a selfish bitch oh my gosh that pisses me off why the hell and here's the thing, too. So because pets are looked at as property, it's okay for them to do this. It's okay. But the the vet that does the euthanization, they can go off of moral compass and say, nope, I don't want to do it. Yeah. So also, this vet did euthanize this healthy dog. And the executor of the will... Now, honestly, you got two dogs. If you had in your will and you put me the executor and said, I want my dogs cremated number one if if you're gonna have a will and you're gonna have an executor please go over with that person beforehand because then i would have said get no details. i'm not doing that what's that yeah get details yeah because that could have want... been like after the dog lives a full life then cremated after he passes good point away too. good point like, too. after the dog finally passes away after it's lived a long life then cremate it and add its ashes to mine yeah Done deal. That makes That's, sense. That to makes me. complete sense. Yeah. But to just be a bitch and say, when I die, kill my dog and cremate right. us together. Well, you know what? That's a good point. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's what she meant, what you're saying. But the executor didn't it take it written, that way. Right. It wasn't or, yeah, written down so, in detail. Again, it's, you know, it's hard to say I'm reading off a news article. But yeah, if you're you going to have, have a will, go over it with your executor before you die, number one. And and then number two, if if you would have told me that, I'd be like, well, I'm not doing that, so get someone else. That's stupid. You're an idiot, brother. Like, I'm not killing your dogs because you're a selfish idiot. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, oh, but it, that's, that just is what broke the camel's back for me when I read these articles. I'm like, come on, people. Like, stop abusing. Stop, stop with the abuse. And I know it's mostly guys that do the abuse because physically we're normally bigger and stronger. But to just use that to just so you can hurt an animal or hurt a woman or a child or or someone smaller than you it just irates me and like i said i want five minutes with them in a room so you can give them a good talking to a good talking to (laughs) (laughs) a good silver tongue yeah talking to (laughs) um so yeah i read this and then and then just just last night I, i i saw this kid that goes to a kind of like a field trip at the zoo Throws a rock at a flamingo, breaks a flamingo's leg, and now they have to euthanize the flamingo. Yeah, I'm kind of confused about. I well, I thought I read it 
and it just said it just read that a kid hit a flamingo with a rock at the zoo, yeah. and then they had to euthanize the flamingo. I didn't know that it was just in the leg. Yeah, it was just in the leg, so the leg's broken. So, you know, you made a good point. Well, I, I mentioned, like, can't you do a prosthetic? And, and you said the same thing, like, oh, I thought I hit him in the head. Like, why does a broken leg have to euthanize it? But then again... The flamingos sleep on their leg weird. They do that one leg thing. Yeah, so maybe it's just maybe it's thing where their legs are so so useful that it can't really do much it's almost like a horse you know like when a horse breaks its leg it's like they 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 really can't do much because they need to walk they stand everything and it's like it'll it'll end up dying anyway well i know in the wild west that's what they would do when their horses broke legs they put them down yeah i don't know about now i think they have a good point now that's a good point too. but um you'd think Unless there was other complications the bird had because of the rock being thrown, it maybe might have just hit its leg, but it might have caused other repercussions to the bird that the only option was to put it down. I don't know, because the story was very vague. Yeah, because it's coming out of, I think, Florida or something, too. Big surprise. (laughs) But I'm just like, man, like... People stop being, and I know when we were dumb kids. Like, I'm like, I'm looking at this story too. I'm like, gosh, I was a dumb kid. I did dumb things with animals, yeah, but not at a zoo where you're being watched. I'll tell you what. One thing I did that I I hated. We okay, you know us bringing it back around. So we're younger. We're at Tyrell's house uh, here in Midville, where we, where we grew up too. And I remember I had my BB gun, and I was just like, I was like a pretty dead shot for. I was hitting, you know, hitting my bullseyes, and. Some bird lands on a telephone wire. Could have distance away. It's like, I bet you can't hit that bird. I'm like, bet you I can. I shoot the bird. And I really, I didn't even think about it. I shot the bird. I see the feathers kind of pop off and the bird take off. And I felt like scum. Like, I felt terrible. I don't know why I did that. Like, it was in the heat of the moment where I'm bragging about my sh- my dead eye shot. And he's like, I bet you can't hit that bird. I'm like, bet you I can. Shoot it. And I was like, what the hell did I just do? You know what? I felt terrible. When you're terrible. growing up and your testosterone's flaring, yeah. your hormones are going, you want to do cool shit and show off. Right. And hit things that you wouldn't normally try to <laughs> yeah. impress other people. I'll tell you what I did once that I regretted. Uh-huh. So we're at the canal. I remember. I was there. You weren't there for this one. Oh. There was other times that I've done some pretty mean things, but this one time I re- felt really bad. There was a family of ducks, and I grabbed this piece of asphalt that was like maybe the size of the, your palm of your hand, and it was flat, of course, and I just tossed it sidearm towards these ducks. Pretty hard, too. Ended up hitting a baby duck. Oh, man. And it flipped upside down and was kicking its legs, and the mom was freaking out, and I... I felt like complete shit. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? And I had, at this age, I had already been like, you know, we'd go shooting rabbits. We'd we'd shoot things, you know, taking our guns hunting. Or not hunting, but shooting uh-huh. little critters or whatever. But for some reason, that really bothered me. And since then, I've never thrown another rock at another animal again. Like, that really mm-hmm. bugged me seeing that happen and... The way the mama duck was freaking out. Yeah. I was like, what did I do? Yeah. So uh, I I really was upset at myself for that. I didn't like bawl or cry or I was more like, oh my God, I can't believe I hit it. But inside I was like, oh my God, what did I do? Yeah. What did I do? No, I, I felt like garbage. I was like, oh my gosh, what the hell? I would never have, I would never would have sat there and be like, oh, look at that bird. I'm going to try to hit it. I never would have just done that. It was in the moment, which is still no excuse, but I was like, oh my God. Gosh, what a, luckily the bird flew away, so I felt okay because I didn't like jack up the air pressure in it. I just was like, I'm gonna hit it. Ugh, I still shake my head at myself thinking about it. Ugh. Yeah, since since then though, I've kind of changed my thought process on animals' lives. Yeah, and even though in the wild, you know, animals killed get killed, you know, all these things, we don't have to help in the process. All right. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, and so part of me helps with this flamingo story that this kid was maybe like, I'm gonna skip this rock, and it just skipped into the flamingo's leg. I'm gonna give the kid the benefit of the not, doubt not, because he's in a damn zoo full of caged animals, and he knew <laughs> damn well what he was doing. And I'm hope I'm hoping he was like, oh my gosh, what I hope I hope he's like really feeling like I did. I hope I've never to, hurt an animal again after I that. Hope I was he like, has oh to my gosh. use all his allowance money to pay for that bird. 
Go to yeah. the Bird's family. Hope that Bird's family gets all the money from it so they can spend it on take proper funeral expenses. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but the, but, the, but the woman that just wanted a euthanized dog, just... Uh... That's a selfishness in full form. Like, why would you kill yeah. something just because you died? Now, I'm, I love Best Friends of Utah. So I actually donate to Best Friends of Utah. And what they are is they do that whole NKUT here which is no-kill Utah. So they're trying to make it so that no animals get euthanized. So uh, they're a big advocate for that, and, and they've got, like, the Humane Society on board. So that's always pretty cool. They also do that strut your mutt here oh, yeah. uh, every year. So, so yeah. So, so I don't know. Maybe that's why, too, because since I donate to this cause and I see this story, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, lady. Selfish lady. Yeah. F her. F her. Again, only for the benefit of the doubt that she meant something else in her will and the executor didn't do it right, but still the vet didn't have to. So so let's talk about something that you've started and got brought me on board with. Now I'm doing it. Okay. Let me tell you how I started, though, because you might not know how I started this. Well, let's say what it is first. Okay, go ahead. Google reviews being local guides. Yes. So go on. So I did this. This just went back to the reason why I started podcasting. The reason why I started podcasting was because I consume a lot of information. So my, my personal podcast, The DVO Show, that was my kind of give back of like, hey, you know what? I know interesting people. They've got great stories. They've got great products and services. Let me highlight them. And so it just became like a thing of like giving for me, like to like for me to give back because I consume and I consume movie reviews and restaurants like I consume those reviews. So kind of our podcast, the Buco Boys, that's kind of like our give back to our listeners. Like, hey, we tried this place. We watched this movie. We did this. This is our our take on it. So. For me, this podcast is another way for me to give back, plus I love listening to comedy. This is our way for us to hopefully make other people laugh uh, with us to maybe... that's why we And that's why we, we release our episode at the end of the week, right? Right. We do that on purpose because we're like, hey, you might have had a stressful week. Hopefully, we can bring some laughter towards the end of your week. Like, to, as the week unwinds, you can get some laughter for an hour or so. Plus, if you're listening to the show, you have similar interests, so. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> um, so I started, so since I consume a lot of people's reviews on restaurants or locations, I thought, well, why don't I give back also? So what I started doing is I started taking pictures and giving reviews of places that I go to and posting it out there. So I'll give a restaurant three, four, five stars. I'll talk about what I ordered. And then actually what Google does, like Google Maps, they give you points and you get badges. And so now it's kind of like a fun thing where you get badges. And I was telling you about it and you're like, gosh, I wish I would have got started. And I said, get started today. And so you did. And it's fun, right? Well, it's fun. Well, the thing that I liked about it was because back in the day, I used to go to, I, I would go, well, I still do it now. I like to try out new restaurants, just new things, new food items. Yes, I like exactly. to go check it out, try it out. And uh, a friend of mine was like, why don't you start a blog about this? And this was like almost 10 years ago. Uh-huh. They're like, why don't you start a blog and talk about it and talk about what your experiences was and all that. I thought, that's a great idea. I just never did it. Yeah. And when you started doing this and told me about it, I'm like, that's pretty similar to the blog I was thinking about doing. Right. So I'm like, I guess this is a way of me still blogging, but not creating my own web page for that. Exactly. So I was like, okay, this is cool. I like it. I like this idea. And I can still give my input. So I started doing it. And I'm get racking up points. So when you get to certain badges and certain points, uh -huh. you get invited to special events that Google puts on then? Yes. So I was recently invited by Google um, to go to their local guide um, in San Jose, California. And I just, it just the timing wasn't right for me uh, to go. And I, was, I actually was trying to coordinate it because it was in San Jose. And also, at the same time, my San Jose Sharks hockey team 
were playing and I was trying to coordinate like I'll try to find a home game because they were in the playoffs and they just lost the Western Finals, which hurt. They just lost the other day, uh, Tuesday, and that kind of hurt a little bit because if they would have won, they would be going to the finals for the Stanley Cup. Anyway, I digress. Uh, I was, it was the, during the playoffs. And I was I was trying to coordinate like plane tickets and going to a game and to going to the Google Local Guide conference, and it just I had other so many other things on my calendar that I couldn't make it to either. Plus, it was going to be very costly, <laughs> very very costly. Well, the Winchester House is there too. Yes, and I would I would, was considering that, but yes, you do get invited uh, by Google if you do like a lot of reviews and you, I I have a lot of points uh, from all my reviews so. It's fun. It's fun, and it's fun. It's fun to read it. I just actually, I just got an email yesterday from Google that my pictures reached one hundred fifty thousand views from people. Really? So, so one hundred fifty thousand people have looked at my pictures that I've posted from places that I've been to, and it's not just restaurants. I also like those trails we did in Hawaii. I post. I p- posted pictures and I talked about those trails, like those hiking trails. Oh, and, interesting. Yeah. So, like different places, you know, I'll. Mostly, I I love doing the food places because that's more fun for me as a foodie as we are. But but other places too, you know, I I do it too, so it's fun. That's pretty cool though. I've been doing it. It's and then if you have like a bad experience somewhere, you can talk about your bad experience. You can yeah. give them lower ratings, so that way the company learns from their mistakes. And you exactly, get, you get to tell the world how they screwed up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's fun. It's been fun. So hopefully, if you guys are doing it, if you're, I'm sorry, if you're looking at. Uh, reviews of restaurants nearby and you might maybe you might come across my name and say hey hey there's dvo look at his review over here <laughs> or i mine. saw one of yours i yeah, saw one you of yours and you liked it it was funny i said hey i just saw your review on this place that we went and 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 i gave it a thumbs up and then you said oh look someone liked it i said yeah it was me that's what the thumbs up is <laughs> <laughs> well no as you were saying that I, I think you said something about a review you posted or no you you mentioned about something happened to your review and I said, I got big points. I got yeah, big points. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, I just got a like on this one. Like, yeah, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you got me all excited. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fun because you, you earn badge, these badges, and it's, it's fun. So not only are we podcasters, but we're also local guides. We're also local guides. So guys. come to us. Anything local you want to know about, we're your guides. Or if you want us to go check someplace and uh, out. give our review, let us know as well. So I think it's a good amount of time. Yes, fun. Got a lot of stress to deal with today with the the fun accident I got in this morning. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I can see that. Poor well, Brad. thanks everybody. We love you guys. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Peace out. Bye.